everyone. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Anchors Away Podcast. So I am headed home from a 12-hour day again today, and I go in for an 8-hour day tomorrow. Um, so I won't really have a whole lot of time to um, record anything, so I wanted to do it while I have the time. So I want to talk about why or how how debt payoff and minimalism kind of intertwine, um, in my opinion. So when I started this debt payoff journey, um, I kind of thought, like, okay, I need to make more money because clearly what I'm making now isn't enough to pay off any debt. So I started thinking about things I could sell, and I did. I went through my closet. I went through all of, like, my purses and everything, picked out a bunch of stuff, put it up on Facebook Marketplace, and got, like, I think I sold one bag and a shirt or something like that. Um, and I fairly certain I made like $17, so nothing um, life-shattering. Um, and then I was thinking about, you know, um, I make signs and do pallet parties on the side, so I, if I could do more of those, or but I didn't want to, I don't know. I went back and forth. I ended up getting a second job on the weekends at a hospital um, right near my house, so it's literally a four-minute drive from my house to the hospital, which is great. Um, and it's been giving me some hospital experience, you know, for my future career as a nurse, hopefully. So it's been um, super helpful, I think. Um, so, anyways, how do debt payoff and minimalism collide? So when I th- I think that when a lot of us get into debt and get into the mindset of paying off debt, we start to think of like, okay, how can I make my life more simple? And that's completely the mentality that I took. Like, I am clearly wasteful based on my $4,800 in credit card debt that I don't even know, like, what to show for it. Um, So I need to, like, I need to break it down and go back to, like, the original. Like, the, I just graduated high school and I don't know how to handle my money original. So things that I started doing were, like, instead of paying 12 or $14, even $20 sometimes to get my car washed, I bought all the supplies, and I had a hose at home. Actually, I think I borrowed a hose from my sister. Um, so I bought all the stuff for $10 to wash my car at home. And so I'm paying $10 for all this stuff, and I can wash my car probably 50 times as opposed to the one time, not even, cost more than that that I'm paying to get my car washed. So it's things like that that I am now realizing and now getting into doing, um, which I think kind of crosses into the minimalism space. So I um, think it's like I would think it's called being more resourceful. So instead of we um, bought, we we were putting in a garden, so instead of looking, instead of looking to buy, um, fencing or to keep the animals out and spend that money that I don't really have, I've asked my family and my brother-in-law had some hanging out behind his house. So he gave it to us and he's letting, he let us use that, which has been great. So and I think that um, with the minimalism, it's all about like living a very simple life. So like living with hardly any belongings and really valuing and and appreciating the experiences you have and um, 
the things, the items that you do have and the things you do desire and doing things that you love and, and all of that, which is, I think, something that everybody can strive for. And I know that I definitely have not been good at it. Um, so, yeah, so I, just recently, something that I realized I needed to cut out was that I was a, I, I'm obviously in school, so I read textbooks. Well, I said I should be reading textbooks. I don't actually read them because I find them super boring. Um, I Okay, I, I read them when I need to, if I have to, but if I don't have to, then I won't do it. And that's the truth. So um, when I'm not reading for school, I go through these spurts where I, like, read constantly for two or three months, and then I don't read at all for, you know, six months or something like that. So I get into these, when I was, when I was in those spurts, I would either buy physical copies of a book or I would buy um, I would buy books on Amazon and read them on my iPad, like via the Kindle app. So I was spending this money on books, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I literally have probably, like, 20 books on my shelf that I've never read. And looking back on them now, I purchased them probably three or four years ago, and I don't have any intention of reading them. So I was thinking, like, okay, how can I be more resourceful and be more frugal, essentially, when I go into those reading spurts? So then I was looking at my stepmom is a uh, librarian at one of the colleges in the town that I'm living. So I was talking with her about that, and, you know, she was saying that she could probably lend me some books from that library, but I didn't want to have to go through her and, I mean, push came to shove, I probably would have done that. So I did some research, and I was thinking about um, that library that's in the town that I live in. So I looked it up, and it's $60 for the year. So I understand that the library is a business. It needs to make money somehow. But then I was like, $60? I probably don't even spend that in books in the months that I... Like, I'm spending money on those books, but it's not that much. So it's like, that's not going to work, and you know, I I did a couple audio books that were free, and then I was like, you know, I, I have to find something. I need to I need to figure this out. Whether it's like a book club or something that that we share books or and I think I put a oh, actually I know I put I post on Instagram on the on my debt free um, and me page saying that like if anybody wants to share books like financial books I have a couple that I have that I love and. I would be willing to share them with people. So, in doing, in thinking about this some more, I looked out the town I said that I work in, um, which is Portland, is a is a big town and has a lot of resources within the town or the city. I guess it's the city. So, um, I went on to the Portland Library website, and it turns out that you get a library card free if you work, live, or um, go to school in Portland. So I was like, sweet, this is so awesome. So I went to the library, I signed up for a library card, and it turns out that because I live in a in a town that's kind of in and around Portland, I actually would have gotten a free one anyway. So I now have a library card, which I'm super excited about. I don't have to pay anything for it. There's no annual fees or anything like that. So I, I saved myself $60 by getting a library membership or a library card, you know, um, that's around where I live, and I work there, so I can easily return books, um, and I, once a week, right now, t- 
twice next semester, I'm driving an hour from Portland to Augusta to go to school. So I have an hour commute, and I hate listening to the radio because I don't like the music that's on. I would have a select number of songs that I actually dislike. And I get annoyed when all the same radio stations play all the same songs, and they're all the ones that I hate. And then in the mornings, I hate when they just talk all the time, and it drives me crazy. So that's why I got into listening to audiobooks. So now I can get audiobooks. And um, when you get the library card, they give you access to an app where you just put in your library card number, and you get access to all of the audiobooks that are available in the state. So that's like so many and I'm so excited. I already have so many that I saved to listen to in my future commute. So yeah, I'm, that's what I'm super stoked about right now. And then the other thing is that um, I think with is, is reverting back to um, the debt payoff into minimalism. So my uh, boyfriend and I have decided that this spring we're going to start a garden to try and cut down, because we buy, we're, we're kind of frequent flyers in the vegetable department, so we're always buying the same vegetables for, like, salads, and um, in the summer we buy a lot of, like, cucumbers and tomatoes and things like that, so we were talking, and it's like, I think it was 20 cents for a packet of seeds, maybe it was 50, I don't really remember, um, and then it was, like, $10 for the seed starting kit, and we ended up using egg cartons for our seed starting pods. And we've started our, our our own garden. So right now we have all these seedlings that hopefully, if it stops snowing in Maine, which is <laughs> it is the almost the end of April, so it better stop snowing soon. Uh, but we're gonna have a garden that's gonna be sustainable and that will save us money in the long run. Um, and we're both super excited about like the experience, and it, it appears to be doing well now. We'll see when. Um, we put them in the flower, in the garden beds, but I'm hoping it goes well, and I think that, yeah, I think it's important, too, for everybody to, you know, kind of take their own, what's important to you, take your own look at the areas that you can improve in your life, or error, if you really do want to be debt-free, where are areas that you can cut back? I know that for me and a lot of other women specifically, it could, it could pertain to men, but I'm having a really hard time getting my um, boyfriend on board with cutting cable out. And it's a process, and I've, and um, I think we just have to look at what's important to us. You know, why, why am I, why do I want to become debt-free? And, and do what works for you. If, if, you know, everybody else is cutting cable out and you feel like you need to, it may not work for you, and that's okay. But just figuring out what works for you, and and the aspect of, like, how far do you want to take the minimalism aspect. So um, I don't think I mentioned this, but when I first started kind of looking at a budget and all that stuff a couple of years ago, I was on Pinterest, and I ran across a blog that was written by Kate Flanders, um, and now I'm hooked on her podcast called Honest Money Conversations. That's with Carrie Smith Nicholson, I believe. Um, so they have a lot of, like, honestly, frank conversations about both of their debt payoff journeys. And Kate went on a shopping ban where she went through her entire house first or her entire apartment and belongings and got rid of, I think it was like 70 or 75% of her belongings, which is crazy. 
like that's an aspect of minimalism that I don't know that I could do because I have so many things that I'm like, oh, I might use that because, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I need to hold on to it for right now. And that might change in a year or two, but for now I feel like I need to hold on to it. So, um, yeah, I think that just because everybody's on this, like, minimalism train or the, um, I don't think it's like a hippie, but, you know, just do you. You do you. I hate when my boyfriend says that, but it applies. Like, you do you. You do what works best for you. You do what what drives you and what motivates you to be better. And I think that that's something we can all take away from this journey, and I am especially, because I know that I'm not like everybody else, and, and my journey and how I got here is different than everybody else's. So the choices that I make and the things that I want to do are going to be different from everybody else. So that is my Saturday motivation. You do you and make your own decisions. Uh, I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend, and I look forward to hearing some feedback and or some topics that I could talk about. Uh, Or if you're just tired of listening to me, that's cool too. Have a great weekend.